Boys proudly presents Bobo Boys, a Book Boys production. Oh, Bobo Boys! For the last time, hopefully. And uh, listeners, let me be a, let me let me be the first to welcome you to a new era and bad audio quality on my side of the conversation really i can i can only imagine okay uh go on josh what happened i i had to get uh, a new phone my phone broke i had to get a new phone um and they sent me a decidedly outdated phone <laughs> But I need a phone, so mm-hmm. I did not have time to argue with them about it. Um, so I've gone back in time 10 years, so that's what's no. going on here. Um, man, I can only... I, I, I'm I really curious if I could gr- g- correctly guess what iPhone you're on. Uh, I'm not, go ahead and guess. Uh, oh, it's not even an iPhone? No, it is. I would say it's um, a 7. I'm pretty sure it's before that. So I had the most... I don't like not having the headphone jack or whatever, though I guess I'm at it. I don't know a lot about iPhones. I had the 2020 iPhone SE. Okay. That was the one that broke. And so then they just sent me the regular iPhone SE. Because the new ones don't even have... They they only have the charging port. They don't even have a... Um, headphone port anymore. Yeah, though I guess the headphones going there. I don't know. Look, just you know what? Yeah, it sounds bad. Freaking get over it. Leave me alone, okay? Freaking leave me alone. We have too this, many things to talk this, about. I sound, I sound. This audio quality is exactly what this episode deserves. We do have a <laughs> lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. We are. We have boy. Whew, what a ride it's been. Here. What a ride it's been. We have been. Being around the bush all season about, you know, maybe we made certain decisions um, financially with the Povoy's Povoy's restaurant that didn't pan out. Maybe there were repercussions from that. Who knows? Who can say? And maybe there was a threat of a hostile takeover from um, goon of the show, John Favreau's Favreau Bros. And maybe they got real close, but uh, maybe real close isn't close enough. I can't tell if that was you or if that's just your phone quality being so bad. It was me. Okay. We're free. We're saved. Yeah. Well, you you took one for the team. I did. So that... I'm going to leave it to you because you've been champing at the bit to talk about this for the better part of a year. So Yeah. So, and I, Who am I, I to some, give this news? I made some hints to it once a few a few times. <clears throat> Um, Josh here for fiscal reasons for the pod. Yep. Tax purposes. Tax purposes for the pod has agreed to get married. I have agreed um, to get married. Have agreed to get married. So Josh is going to be getting married, um, for the pod. to the pod. Um, it's going to be soon in the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. And similar to, you know, having a wedding for immigration, um, there are purpose, there are d- different things you have to go through. There are interviews, etc. There will be a party. Um, if you email the podcast, poboyspodcast at gmail.com, um, one lucky subscriber will be invited to the uh, wedding. Ah, uh, interesting move, best boy. Because. Interesting um, move. Because somebody has a plus one. Uh, <laughs> interesting move. So <laughs> I look forward to meeting your mom again. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man. The only time you met my mom was under the most awkward of circumstances, which we're not gonna get into. Yeah. But need needless to say, and I know yeah. you're thinking, listener, how does getting married solve a, a hostile takeover of your podcast empire? Shut up. What are you talking about? 
Gang married, it worked. It worked. Oh, um, sorry. You uh, a, a finance guy? Uh, you yeah. uh, into accounting now? You know all the numbers? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think, oh, I didn't think so. Oh, oh, you have an abacus tattooed on your little scrawny arms? Well, why don't we see what I have tattooed on my big scrawny oh, biceps? Um, you need your appendix out, so you're just going to cut yourself because you're some some type of expert now? I'm sort of a number all... scientist. Oh, cool. You think you're some number scientist? Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, kick rocks. Didn't know we had number scientists listening to our show. Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Scuff mud. Well, actually, we have a new one. Uh, we have a new insult today, which is um, quacka calling the stiffling slimy, um, which m- makes no sense to me. Um, but I that only is... watched this episode one time. I also have watched this episode 1.25 times. But that was what Cad Bane said to um, Bobo in their little kind of back and forth convo. That was really good. Yeah, he was, you know, because Bobo's like, I don't like drugs, drug free zone, which is great. Great message. No drugs, kids. Um, and they're just, they're not cool. No. And, no. Even, know, if, even if you're in a franchise, and somebody's offering you a drug, and you're like, wait, isn't this, like, verbatim just a drug from a different franchise? Like, the name and the way it looks and everything about it? That can't be right. It just, it, you're right. Follow your instincts is not right. Don't do the it. The only drug that Josh and I take is the drug of life. Oh, yeah. And perseverance and telling telling us we are good enough, Dad. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, he says, because there's a comment like, oh, Bobo, you know, Boba Fett wants drug-free zone stuff. And Cad's like, that's the Quacta calling the stiffling slimy. So, <coughs> no, I, <laughs> that's, I, I... Now that I'm listening to it again, I do, I do kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know what a Quacta is. I'm so going to go I, check that out on subtitles and make sure I get the spelling right for when I text that to people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so congratulations to Josh, uh, but a bigger congratulations to the pod. Right. Um, it will remain because... under control creatively, financially, et cetera, et cetera. We are talking normally, about normally marriages are not like that. They're more of a back and forth. It's sure. not about controlling uh, your partner. But in this instance, yes. No person is being controlled. Just, just various fiscal corporate entities and interests. Um, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So that is where we're at with the pod. Yep. Um, big so finale, big finale we, state of the LLC. We are black for the foreseeable future, which yep. as money guys, you know, that black means good for some reason. Um, so it's cause it's in black ink in a ledger. And then when you're in the red, like negative, you write in red ink, I guess. Oh yeah, I know. Okay. Right? Um, I write. I never write in red ink ever, so that makes no sense. I've never. But, to, I have a red pen, but I've never had to use it. But let's get into. We got some news, and then we got a lot we, of news this week. Actually, we got some. We got some. Um, we've got a fair amount. Of, we got a fair amount of news, and we have a fair. We have a fair idea of where the pod is com- is going to be. So, kind of a state of the pod. We have you mm-hmm. know state of the pod fiscally, and then for those people that like to plan their podcast listening. Um, two, three months in months advance. In advance. <laughs> um, what the what 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 is what's the matter with you? Why would you schedule your life like that? It's just a podcast. Um, but yeah. So Josh, you had um, you have some news, and then there's a couple things that um, I also I saw in the news this week too. Yeah. Why don't we? I'll do this book thing first, which is just that I went on. I don't even remember. I just you know did my news roundup or whatever. Um, they announced, I guess for Valentine's Day, their, the, the Princess and the Scoundrel, which is a book uh, coming out about Han and Leia's wedding. It's coming out in August. Um, I don't believe the teaser thing I saw did not list like an author or anything, I don't think. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's a thing. Um, I remember in the old Star Wars encyclopedia, which we tried a bit into the ground about earlier this season, 
like that covers the legends version of their of their nuptials so i'll be curious um but won't read to find out what the new canon version of their wedding is yeah incoming trans transmission save the date for the wedding of princess leia and han solo in the princess and the scoundrel coming august 16th 2022 we hope and then hope is in bold Ugh. you can attend yeah, I um, I don't know. I mean, I might be able to convince. I oh, might Beth be convinced Revis, to read that. Author, Beth Revis. Okay, Who I haven't heard of Star Wars Rebel Rising. Um, um. Oh, is that one of those like books leading up to one of the movies? I think I probably read that. Yeah, maybe that was the one leading into um, Episode Nine. Yeah. Oh no, this is the one about Jenner. So, young adult novel about Jenner. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, they, they, I saw there's this one um, Twitter follower of ours who posts pretty regularly about the High Republic. And she had posted about like five, there's like five books that have been announced, but. Yeah, I figured we'd talk about that next week when High Repo Boys returns. Mm-hmm. That's not, that sounds appropriate. So um, we've got that book coming out. Um, we we're going to talk about the, the, um third installment of the high republic series um so we are going to be coming back for a high repo boys um event um and then i have been watching i've been reading um pretty slowly um a young adult novel midnight horizon with your boy wreath silas and um the centipede people on corellia so I would be surprised if I finished that book by the time we record it. <laughs> um, there's only so many, so much, there's only so much running he can do from centipedes and reading books to solve the problems. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we're going to cover that. Yeah. And then we are going to take a hiatus um, due to the wedding, because um, for those of you that have been to weddings, movies, um, there are some things behind the scenes. Uh, sure. But also, you know, then and guest lists, you know, who sits by who by Star Wars animation versus Star Wars. Yeah. Wars. Do you really, Cinema. Do you really want to have um, plus one? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like, there's a lot more planning and wedding tables than you'd think. Okay. Um, for sure. Because we, we don't, we don't want to have, whenever you, whenever you throw a party, you can always be there because of some snub that they have, right? Like Johnny F when we first met him, no issues whatsoever. But if you go ba- far back in the podcast, you know that our issues Johnny with Johnny F started at a party and have since yeah, yeah. Um, continued since then. So we just try to, you know, realize that sure. There are those big, big babies like Johnny F. Um, but you know, people just have to have a good time and you can be one email us. Poets podcast. Yeah. One lucky pick. Know. In the interest of, we got a few more things to hit. Do you want? So, this just came out. Um, Josh, have you been able to see it yet? This trailer? I have not. I have not. I've read about it online because it's like the 10th anniversary, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have actually never played Knights of the Old Republic. Have you? No, for like five minutes, but um, but for yeah, me, historically, this is just the mm-hmm. old Republic game, which is an MMO, not the not the Knights of the Old Republic RPG. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not aware on the logistics of that whatsoever. I come that this purely from the they spend so much money making such a good animated trailer and it always infuriates me that I'm like, why am I not seeing this as a movie? <laughs> um, so they did uh, with, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? S- 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 I forget what her name is. Satine, maybe? 
Um, they've done this a few times with these with these trailers where it's this woman that has the um, double-edged lightsaber and she um, fights in a couple trailers. But this one follows um, a Twi'lek Padawan and he and she fights Malgus. It's pretty cool. I mean, I won't get in, into it too much. Um, it is interesting how much Star Wars is leaning on Twi'leks. I mean, we see it in Boba Fett this season. Um, the main character literally is a Twi'lek. So, um, you know, I'm super, super excited about that big Twi'lek guy over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, huge Twi'lek guy. But I am a complaint I've made about live action is the lack of alien main characters. It's, you know, all all humans all the time. So I am uh, excited that they're kind of going that direction. But yeah, check that out. Um, it's a new trailer for the Knights of the Old Republic um, for this anniversary that's coming out. Um, the the quality is super super good. It's it's uh, it's a trailer that um, you'll definitely enjoy. Um, nothing too like I would I wouldn't call it the best of those trailers that I've ever seen, but um, definitely uh, a ton of content coming out with very little announcements of any details for it. So um, we have that, um, although we don't really cover video games. Historically, um, there was a game that caused Josh a lot of turmoil in his life. Um, but we're not going to get into that. So we have our next show um, has come out, or at least there's a release date, um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi yes. show. Yes, yes. Is Kenobi. coming out. It's coming out May 25th. Right in time for Star Wars Celebration. Which I did not... I didn't see the date for that. Is the 25th literally the, the first day of Celebration? Nope, it's the day before. <laughs> um, I wonder if they're going to do a panel like, watch it <laughs> with... Oh, they're 100% doing that. Watch it with Ian McGregor. I mean... Could be. Yeah. 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 Also, just, I don't feel like announcing it here. Maybe we have the best name I've ever had for one of our shows, for this show. I've been waiting for years for this. I uh, mm -hmm. cannot wait. But I do, I, I do wonder how we will end up covering Celebration because of this. My guess well, Celebration. Be, mm -hmm. I would think... Because look, one of my I loved recording for Star Celebration stuff just to have for you and me, you know, like free of the pod or whatever. It's just cool to have that. It's like you know, to say there, you know, having me, me and Pete's day by day reactions to stuff that we saw. I'm, I I look forward to listening back on that one day. I suspect we might try and do that again, but well, it's also just a it, short, so maybe we oh. Just, Go okay. through, I think it's only six episodes. So I think we just wrap that. We talk about celebration, you know, during that. But we, and then after, we already have banked some stuff. Of course, given our luck, probably Echo Boys will come back the week after Kenobi is over. In a perfect world, because I think this is episode 188 or 189. 189. Um, this is 189. High Reaper Boys will be one. High, high, high repo boys will be 190. In a perfect world, um, Kenobi is oh. like five episodes, and then we have at least five or six episodes of celebration so that we can <laughs> have episode 200 oh, be. Gosh. Um, I don't, I don't even know this year. 200 is going to be this year, like, even though we're not week to week anymore, we take breaks between you know, we're, we're trying to just kind of. Have episodes out when there's something to talk about. Even with that, I mean, we're at 189. 200's coming. Oh, yeah. We've had 100... this idea for 200 since 100, and I should probably get to work on it. I actually have I have no idea what the idea is either. How do uh, you not know? It was your idea, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm, I, so um, I cannot it, wait. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good, but yeah, it's, uh, this is gonna be interesting because. I feel like we did we did days of celebration. Yeah. Previously, I think that's I think that's what we did. Yeah. Um, and then we had our big interview. Yep, big interview. Um, 
So, and you know, maybe we'll be lucky enough to to get another big interview this time around. But, but I actually shared a picture um, this week of us from Celebration because I don't know if you remember this, Josh. Plus, ones. you're not on the because you're not on the Twitter. Um, we posed in uh, next to a Cad Bane um, um, oh, character. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And and their Cad Bane's it's pretty good. It is it's pretty good. It's um Cad Bane with um his blasters on either side, and both of us have our hands up like, oh no, <laughs> mm, <laughs> don't, you po- don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I posted on the on the Twitter account. Um, I said, uh, yeah, we have takes on this episode. So, <laughs> um, no, it's it's cool. I actually completely forgot about oh, yeah. um seeing that. Yeah, so. It's no, it's definitely it's definitely a cool experience. I know that um, we're gonna be very fortunate. I know that we're gonna be very fortunate to go to it, and a lot of people that want to have basically been shut out because those tickets you had to have purchased two years ago um, on an afternoon. So we're super super fortunate. Um, I'm I'm you know pretty hopeful that we're going to be doing that. I know a lot of mask mandates are coming down and um, a bunch of people. I, I mean, even us being domestic in the U S is a huge benefit too. I know there's a bunch of people internationally that um, yeah. are not going to have the chance. I mean, do you remember? Um, I think we've talked about this on the pod a couple of times. There's a guy that flew from, was it France or Australia just for the episode one panel and yeah. didn't get the lottery ticket for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so um that's gonna be our, our next content. So we are gonna be taking a break for a few months, um, which is crazy to think about. But then we're we're basically just gonna um have way too much content. So we're gonna Yeah, I, I kinda tried to speculate and do the math considering like two or three live action shows in a year plus um, Bad Batch coming back plus like a High Republic book here or there and I feel like it was like it would it comes out to like roughly I feel like oh interesting there'll be longer breaks in between but I don't know and I you know I think we've had some really good episodes of, of Bobo Boys I think we really hit our stride I think there's probably some people that are like all you do is complain uh, which is, you know, probably well, true. Well, listen in of 10 me. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that it's, uh, I, I feel like we're, I feel like we're still, you know, we're figuring out. We, we, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right about Bobo. I, I mm-hmm. go ahead. Cause I'm moving on. Oh no, move on. I was just going to make some negative comments about book of Boba Fett. In, okay. Well, in, in, in honor of the, uh, of the finale of the big finale and Bobo. I mean, this could be, and I'm sure a lot of people are hoping it will be the last episode of Bobo boys. Um, Cause I mean, I, you know, who knows where Bobo Frick is going to end up again after his little ja- jaunt on Tatooine. So in honor of that, um, I thought Pete, you and I um, would take a quiz, well, take a big quiz. I didn't let our fans more about us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. So we're gonna take um, my my favorite color, the street that I grew up on. Yeah, and stuff like that. My my best friend's first name growing <clears throat> up. Yes. So let's see here, and this is just this His is name is Luke. Been compiled by our interns into a quiz for this segment. Um. Okay. How did you meet? Um, at work, through friends, online, or serendipity? And I will say, uh, we met through friends. It's the first time I met you. You were my fiance's lab partner. I would say serendipity then, right? Because, I mean, I guess your fiance and I were not friends at that point. And she might not That's even say we're point. She, she might not even good, say that we're, that we're friends point. at this point. So That's I'll say serendipity point. Let I'll me, say serendipity. Let me see if I can start this over. <laughs> serendipity. All right. Pick a date night accessory, a cape, an intricate headpiece, a basic hat or statement earrings. Uh, I'm a basic hat kind of guy. 
I am, I'd say the earrings because, um, you know, when I go out, I want to go out, you know, it's, but I it, do wear hats and you don't wear earrings. Oh, I, I wouldn't say I, that. I mean, I, we only I haven't, I haven't worn earrings yet. Okay. So we're going to go with hat. Okay. Hat. Sure. Where in the galaxy would you like to spend your anniversary? Naboo, Canto Bite, the local cantina, or traveling on the Millennium Falcon? Um, Gee, we've, uh, been to, we've been all over. I mean, we've been all these sorts of places. And, you know, we've been to Chicago. I know we've been you're to Orlando. Not a, you're decidedly not a local cantina kind of guy. I I like to fashion myself as as one, but I don't. I haven't had a local cantina in a while. Um, I would probably say Naboo. Naboo. Um, pick a date night activity. Watching a movie, a romantic picnic, listening to music, or playing a game. We do play games. We do play games. We have watched movies, but you forget I... that we've seen them. You famously forgot we saw Skyfall together. I still don't remember that. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna say um a romantic picnic romantic picnic all right hmm. what kind of food is your favorite to share pizza sushi dim sum or tacos we've shared pizza we have shared pizza i love there's no dim sum where i live um but in the area between where you and i live is famous for its dim sum so i would uh dip some yeah, but we never shared that before, so I'm putting pizza. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, which one of us is this question for? Well, well, I actually I know the answer. Okay, how would you describe your partner? Headstrong, hopeful, furry, or strong? And I think both po' boys are very strong. I mean, we are very strong. Um, one thing that I didn't ask, because I already knew the answer is um how did you break your phone josh and it was obviously working out yes um how would your partner describe you scruffy looking wise breathtaking or stubborn oh breathtaking for sure that's what absolutely yeah i mean when when people see us they are taken aback at (laughs) basically what they had been thinking in their head of the mold of man Mm. And then that shattered and a new architect of what they should stride for is shown in front of their eyes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, making it apparent that this is definitely um, a person, a quiz for one person. Uh, what did you do last Valentine's day? Celebrated alone, started a fight, planned a nice dinner or went to the theater. And Oh my gosh. I, I much uh-huh. like every Valentine's day. I don't want to say we started a fight, but we maybe end up in a fight. Really? With um, uh, well, that's a little bit too heavy. So, um, I would have, I would say, um, go see a movie. Too late. I picked Star a Fight, and I don't know how to go backwards. What's your ideal Valentine's Day gift? Jewelry, clothing, a game, nothing but time to relax. That seems very cheap. <laughs> uh, oh, my gift is myself and my time. It's all yours. Um, what were the other? Uh, what were the other two? Jewelry, clothing, or a game? I guess jewelry, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and last, what is your love language? Acts of service. Receiving gifts, quality time, physical, or words of affirmation. Ooh, this is a um, safe work podcast, so I will I'll, I will say, um, and this might just be me and my damaged psyche. Words of affirmation for sure. Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will agree with that because you need a good spotter when you're at the gym, even if you really don't need one. It's just kind of culturally appropriate at a gym and gym culture to have a spotter and to offer words of affirmation when you are a spotter much makes sense um so with that in mind um pete you and i 
Um, based on the StarWars.com quiz, which Star Wars couple are you and your partner are uh, Padme Amidala and Anakin Skywalker? Wow. Sometimes we feel torn between our work and our relationship, but we each have a deep respect for the commitments of the other. And we know without a doubt that we're meant to be together. And one of us is a raging psycho that <laughs> can go off the rails and murder a bunch of children at any moment. Yeah, that's yeah, great. It's me. Yeah, I'm I'm really known as the the rampage of the two of us. Um, so yeah, I mean, I honestly, it. I'm curious what the other options are, but that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. You, you think you're right? I think it does. <laughs> I don't know uh, say that. Doomed, doomed, doomed to fail. Yeah. Um. Let's okay, get to so, this Oh, it's the peak cap. Everybody's ready for the peak cap. Okay, so we're covering chapter seven in the name of honor. Awful, oh, great name. Um, last episode, directed by Robert Rodriguez, uh, 58-minute runtime. So episode starts, um, boring politics conversation, uh, conversation about what to do with um, Mos Espa, conversation what to do with the free people. Nobody cares. This um, is where even I don't even truly I don't even remember having a boring politics conversation. Bobo and people. It's, they they go to the cantina, and then right. they have this conversation. They have like a conversation of where do we go? And Bobo's like, let's go to the castle. And the mods are like, my daimo, we must protect the people. And then he's like, fine, go protect the people. Um, little Yanni shows up. Obviously, he chooses. Uh, We'll talk about the um, ramifications of that. But um, Pelimoto has some great lines. Whoa, Grogu, that's a terrible name. Baby's got to eat. Um, great stuff. So we are going to see Grogu later on the episode. So Shand, we go back to the cantina. Shand explains um, the terrible plan. Of they're going to fight off, you know, hundreds of Pike people with, um, you know, one person in each of the districts. And so we'll always see where they're coming. And then these um, people, these Freetown people are going to be the reinforcement. Makes no sense. Um, but then we get, you know, betrayals all around. So we've got a fight um, with Black Christanton and the Trandoshans. We get a really brutal Clatoonian dog people and the Gamorians, um, which I was not a huge fan of. Um, and then the mods get pinned down by the Walrus people. Um Mando and Boba play horde mode, which is this um, mode from Gears of War where you just fight wave after wave until you die, and they just do that with the pikes. Great line with um, the Major Domo where he negotiates and doesn't look at the fine print until um, he gets there where he realizes he's completely screwed. Uh, we get the pikes um, ace in the pocket, which is... Um, I don't know if you looked at this up. Scorpinek droids, which are the, I guess, next-gen evolution of the droid Tekas. That's what they were called, right? The droid Tekas, the I believe. And Droidicas. or destroyer droid. Yeah, just like a big one. Just destroyer droids. Mm -hmm. Big and sibling. I, think, I feel like we see these in episode 7, like when you're on Starkiller base. I think they're in the background. There's Yeah, there is some sort of, like small walker that you see in the background that you never actually get to see up close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know so, if those are not. But yeah. So this is just the next gen of the droidicas from um, Clone Wars. Um, Bobo goes gets his Rancor. Um, that Rancor is the thing that he uh, takes out both of them when uh, with the Rancor goes crazy. And little Yanni is the one that's the only one that's able to stop him. We get a fight between Bobo and Cad Bane. You know, um, you can kind of see how that ends um, by yourselves. And then we basically—that's it. That, that's the episode. We have our, our our end game for this is um, where we're at, we're at. Fennec murders everybody that is behind the scenes um, and hangs the mayor in horrific fashion. So Pikes are done for now. Mayor's dead. Um, Bobo's in charge of everything for now. I but think it seems like he's leaving or like it it seems like he's in, he's still in charge I thought 
Yeah, but then he also was, he was all like, oh, maybe this isn't for us, but who would we leave it to? And then they're like looking at their teens and chrysanthemum and stuff. I didn't, I did not understand where this episode okay. left Babu Frick. But basically, all of them get, like, all of the families get murdered too because they all betray him, which yeah. he, Mando's like, I would do the same thing. So it's not like Boba's upset about that at all. Um, so there's still room for that. There's that. Um, Mando and Lil Yanni go off into the, the literal sunset of Lil and Yanni. That of this series or this season of Buka Babu Frick is mm-hmm. Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. That's well, there is, like, what there's is, an end credit. What is happening? There is an end credit, which also makes no sense. Did you watch the end credit? Yeah. I did. Hashtag too handsome to die. <laughs> that uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so we get to see Thundercat, who I'm a big fan of right now. Uh, I'm glad I've you listen- dig him. I've been he listening rules. to his stuff a while. Um, not safe for work. So. Rules as well. I think I De- plugged that already last week, but definitely not something that you want to. Um, it, it's it's not it's um, it's some explicit content, so. Um, please listen at your own leisure, um, based on your age range. But yeah, that's it. Um, so let's. I, you want to go? You want to go back forward? So, um, no. th- this show ends with, um, basically explaining away of the Mando- Mando's. That's I wanted to, it to be in Mando season three. Like I wanted, yeah. I I feel ripped basically. Like we see little Yanni, we see his training, and that's literally it because they so quickly fast forward through everything, right? Like they show that Tuscan Raider village, and we all be like, oh, that parkour Tuscan Raider, he obviously survives. He does not. Yeah. All of them get wiped out as far as we are led to believe, which makes no sense whatsoever because that dude, like, easily took For out... Sure was a woman. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I I did not know that. Um, but, yeah, she, she, she took out everybody. We get no... Um, basically, no satisfying end to that, right? Because he doesn't really come to grips and face their murderers um the whole like is he going to get really rash and make a move i don't really believe it i don't know if that's a to me or morrison acting thing or if like it's 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 shown as a plot device like oh cad is going to get him riled up but it really is not they don't do a great job with that no I and it i the only because it just the more i think about it, it's just like you are they afraid to do the Mandalorian without Baby Yoda? Or are they just like, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't even do one episode where they are apart. We have to fix this before the start of season three of Mandalorian. I don't know. I wonder if, like, as this show developed or written, kind of the plan, because it seems like they're, you know, these Disney Plus post-Return of the Jedi shows, they're starting to like they're like putting them together into pieces to like push towards some sort of you know Avengers like scenario that happens a little ways down the line with yourself and your Baba Frick and your Mandalorian and so on and so forth. And oh, maybe it's Thrawn, maybe it's this, maybe it's you know, some sort of climactic threat between the Empire and the First Order, maybe. I don't know, but I'm wondering if maybe plans for that began to solidify while this was in development and they well if we want to do this this and that and this is our timetable and these are the tracks we're trying to get on we got to get you know baby yoda and mando back together and uh, i don't know I mean, probably not I, but i it just felt no so no i i i actually think that i'm coming to agree with some of the things you're saying i think that we are on Mandalore in season three, we're gonna be in uh, where that dragon, um, that obviously, but Bob- Bob- the mythosaur, um, the mythosaur, 
Um, we're definitely going to see that. And then like he'll call reinforcements and it'll be like uh, Satine will be like, not Satine. Um, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan will be like, he's not really Mandalorian. And Mando will be like, okay, well, he's still, he's still helping. Um, it'll be something along, along those lines. Like literally any, anything they can shove into the jigsaw puzzle, they will at this point. So that's a hundred, <laughs> it's a hundred percent happening. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, let me think. Let me think. Uh, hashtag too handsome to die. Um, let's go broad first. Um, and this will kind of help us figure out maybe where we stand on this episode at large. This was apparently the worst reviewed episode of the season on Rotten Tomatoes. It was the only like rotten episode, at least as of the time I was looking at that. Maybe that's changed. Um, to me, that seems wildly incorrect. <laughs> I did not love this episode, but I feel like it's pretty bold to claim it's the worst episode of this season. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely wouldn't say that this is the worst episode. There's a couple of episodes that as I was watching it, I, you know, looked at my time. I looked on the phone. I was like, what am I watching? What is the point of this? And there are, you know, action points at every at every point. I would say that the rewatchability of this series is an episode of one, which is literally the, the Patriot Boys episode. Well, I, be- I I will probably watch. Well, no, sorry. Episode five and six. Um, I will probably rewatch episode chapter five, chapter six when I do my rewatch for Mandalorian season three. Um, yeah, yeah. Watching, mm-hmm. well, I, I I did finally get around to rewatching episode six with the old fiance after after we had already recorded. Um, to the Olympics. Um, so I, I can't convince her to watch this freaking show. She's over it. Oh, okay. So she like even throwing in Luke, throwing in Ahsoka. Well, so that's nothing. what I was gonna say. We're watching episode six. She's nothing but impressed with Luke. And I well, good things to say. And I'm just sitting there like sticking with me, like this is wrong. This is this is messed up. Luke looks really good. Plus, know. plus, you're also comparing Luke to season two Luke, and season two Luke was real bad. But why? It was. I, I don't care. I don't care how he looks. Just cast someone else. This is getting insane. D. H. Mark Hamill, maybe. This whole thing is just weird. I don't I, care for it. I don't care how I mean, it looks. I think it's you're crying problem. over spilled milk at this point. It's already been wiped. I, sure. I can't imagine us seeing Luke. Like, literally, this yeah. is... Yep. Just an empty they, X-Wing this week. Em- empty X-Wing, which I'm fine with because, like, we watched it. In th- this podcast is predicated off of a show where a droid was dropped off to be the like number two helper um because in resistance poe just drops off bb-8 and bb-8 literally does everything to help the main character oh my problem so, is to piloting the x-wing um it's more of just like oh this is where they are like oh we should we should show some restraint we don't really need luke here meanwhile uh, <laughs> the last two episodes or well the last episode they're like nope gotta have luke all over the place, all over the freaking place, and we're gonna do this insane technology to do it. To to what end? You know, to see him. I don't, I don't know. I'm actually curious if the reason we're kind of seeing this is the deep fakes are gonna be used a lot with the Obi Wan series. I'm curious if we're gonna see that used a lot. Oh, um, boy. Here's here's something. Let's talk about the little Yanni of it. So this is their way of writing out little Yanni from episode seven, eight, nine. So even if like um, he, li- if he lives through all this Mando stuff, um, which 
it'd be pretty difficult to wipe him out now that you know you've confirmed he's not a Jedi. Um, he can, I mean, he can still come back, right? Like he's 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 a functional adolescent, so he's gonna live for another seven hundred years. He could always come back and work with Ray, um, at some point in that. So there's no saying never for this, but they have written out why he's not seven eight nine because he chose clothes over hanging out with luke basically and i would like to point out that mando does call it a shirt mm-hmm. Seems very i'm sure it's normal. a great yeah i'm sure it's a great i'm sure it's a great shirt i'm really glad that we didn't have to see it right like he didn't get pierced like uh like a frodo um yeah his mithril it did look a lot he, like that yeah, so I am, I am, I was glad that um, the, they, they showed some restraint showing little Yanni, um, what was that, his force power, basically, like, controlling animals, or, you know, quelling him. seen a little before with Ezra Bridger in Rebels, and that, that being a manifestation of the force in some people, being able to commune with, with nature and with animal life and stuff. Yeah, so he wasn't necessarily able to control, but he was able to basically calm it down to the point. Put it to death. <laughs> um, let me transfer my nap powers over to you, Rancor. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I I thought that they did a pretty good job of not having him jump all over the place and you know be the thing dodging bullets. Oh, yeah. He didn't seem like too overpowered or, or whatever mm-hmm. um let's see what else we got here was you know takes a big man big person to admit their mistakes i'll admit i was wrong the pikes ended up just being the pikes back then i was like nope this is gonna be like crimson dawn kira some such someone else is in charge nope it was it was just the pikes and Cad Bane, I guess, was the big kind of question mark card they flipped over. And that was, that was, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? Um, I mentioned that I rewatched last week's episode. And I mean, that Cad Bane showing up out of the desert is, is a super effective scene. I was super excited to rewatch it. I was on Cloud Nine when my fiance knew who Cad Bane was immediately. Um, and yeah, I was just like, oh, this is great. Cad Bane and Bobo are going to fight. And then like in this episode though, the only thing he does is just that scene over and over again. Yeah. He just shows up, he clicks his spurs, he stands, he draws. Sometimes he doesn't. So that, that was a little disappointing. I was hoping that we would see a little bit more dynamic movement with that character i mean clone wars he's got his little rocket boots he's very mobile and mm-hmm. you know he's an old man at this point i get that and it's like you know deep fake luke skywalker doing all the crap you can't make him bane do something else other than stand there menacingly it is weird that that's where he's at i'm curious if this is their way of showing that he's going to be an andor because they went through all they went through the painstaking huh. per you know process of making him old and going mm-hmm. through all of this. Not so cool. it is a period that he could be available in. It does seem kind of weird that he's brought for two episodes just to die. Um, yeah, I was, I was thinking about that a lot too. Cause I mean, Cat, Cat Bane is, you know, I was, I think back when G4 was a thing they had, they would show on TV some panels from San Diego comic-con and, I just happened to turn to the Clone Wars panel after season one, where they're kind of recapping season one, and when they show the trailer for season two, and that is what spurred my interest in Clone Wars, and that is really what took my whole Star Wars fandom. I mean, that's why I have a Star Wars podcast. And the the thing that really caught my attention was they were talking about Cat Bane, and they were showing that clip of his first crisis episode where him and his cronies you know, attack the Senate and they're snapping necks and doing all this crazy stuff. And Corey Burton's voice is so, so I have a great fondness for that character. And it is very strange to see him 
brought into live action pretty much just to die. Particularly if, you know, you only watch these live action shows. He's just kind of a guy who shows up and then dies. And I wonder how effective that is. But Ray Large and the Star Wars of it all, I mean, there's there's something to be said for that being the character to show up and for that character showing so unchanged because it is sort of this idea of longevity and survival and like Cad Bane seems in this and out for himself as he's ever been the entire time we've known him and he has survived he is still around he survived the Empire he survived the Clone Wars uh, but it catches up with him here and the but then it it kind of gets confused to me because it's the Gaffy State at all is you know that's how he that's how he beats him. He ends up having gaffy stick that he got through becoming you know one with that tribe of Tuscans, drinking that peyote. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And it, it's it's very much like oh, Cad Bane was out for himself. Babu Frick joined a larger cause uh, with others, kind of abandoned selfishness or whatever. But I'm just still like I'm still kind of hung up on like. You know, he, the Tuscans, like, took him in and, and enslaved him. Like, yeah, Bobafruk was lucky enough to kill that monster, but, like, that Rodian he was with, that guy was never going to get a gaffy stick. <laughs> Nothing that Rodian ever did. I mean, fortunately for him, he died, so he wouldn't spend the rest of his life digging up milk eggs or whatever. And, he died horrifically, too. Yeah. But then I wonder, well, does the gaffy stick really, then, does that represent Boba Fett's commitment or, or attempted commitment to being a part of the group or much like everything else in the show does have nothing to do with Boba Fett and really it is more indicative of the Tuscans taking a chance on Boba Fett and the Tuscans opening up their community not Boba Frick acting community and deciding to join a community but another community with every reason not to accept a dangerous man that they don't know deciding let's try this i don't know i i can't wait for kenobi to come out where we get to hear a different tribe's take on the tuscan raiders like here's here's the you know work for your keep and you can be one of us unless you're a rodian and then here's the third one of you can scare them with loud sounds but they'll come back in greater numbers that the Gabby Stick and Tuscans and, and Bobby Freak's relationship with them. And I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of Bobby Freak's journey here uh, still eludes me. And I maintain, and I'm pretty sure I said this week one, that a, a big part of it, I think, stems from the fact that, sure, I'm, I'm sure he's in a bunch of Legends books and all kinds of other stuff, but as far as the main Star Wars, you know, the movies and the shows go, Freak is an enigma. He's just a cool mask, and we've never really gotten a great idea of who that character is. And then they send him on a journey, but we don't know where he started from. Yeah, and I don't think we're we're going to. Yeah, um, there was no. I mean, there was no. There was no Bubba Freak will return. Yeah, because I mean, the cool well, thing, uh, you definitely have something similar to. And I know I'm. I apologize for any eyes that are going to be rolling listening to this, but um, if you ever watched the show The Flash, um, on on the CW, watch it. E- oh, I've cried through it. Um, but each season with that, you'd have a flashback of you know the Flash's connection to some old villain or how this villain you know got their powers or something like that. So I could I could certainly see you know season two of Boba uh, Boba Boys being you know, this bounty gone wrong, coming back to haunt Boba Fett. And then you can show some of the, you know, cooler scenes of him as an, you know, as a actual, you know, badass bounty hunter. I just don't think we're going to get that. Yeah. I, I, um, I think my bigger issue with this is there's so many parts of the show where it's like, I needed like an, its own season for this, right? Like I wanted more than seven minute cutscene with, little Yanni at the Jedi Academy. I don't know why Ahsoka is thrown in there other than to let us know that there's an Ahsoka show coming out. Yeah, just to remind um, us as if I could ever forget. Like, that first episode of The Mandalorian Season 3 should have been 
in the Mandalorian season three, not yeah, as should have. Yeah, so I mean that's that's the the fast forward um, through things is just something that I think is a real miss. Um, and I would have preferred for it to be different. But again, with the season three, I'm sure season, I really enjoyed season two of the Mandalorian. It doesn't have the, the same, you know, big storyline of, you know, got to get Yanni to a Jedi, got to get Yanni to a Jedi. But um, I'm curious where they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they're, you know, overall, I guess let's just get into the season as a whole here. I mean, yeah, I'd be surprised. I was disappointed in this. There were some huge moments in this, though, that were super exciting. Um, I don't think any of them were in the first episode, but showing up was huge. And, I mean, again, kind of being disappointed. I, I think both of his big fights felt weird and disappointing. He just got overcome mob of teens and then a mob of Trandosians. Um, but him first popping up was was truly a visceral experience for me like oh for sure yeah he just looks so cool and oh man oh man that was that was fantastic that whole sequence with the drums and the huts coming through and danny trejo as the rancor keeper i adored i was hoping that he would pop up in this episode now such luck um you know timur morrison's performance i think was I think he did a really good job with material that is not my taste. Uh, Ming-Nong Wen c- continues to just kill it as Fang Though I do think, here's another, look, zeroing back in on this episode again real quick, though. It does seem like they just kind of kicked her out for this episode, and it was like Mando and Boba Fett were the Butch and Sundance of this and like they were holed up but it's like no mando hasn't been here the whole time fennec is boba fett's partner fennec is the one who's been by his side this whole time they are the two that have teamed up against this and then mando just shows about nowhere but he looks cool and he's got the helmet so fennec you get out of here and it's going to be these two guys with a helmet against the world even though it's been fennec and bobo against the world this whole season so i don't know um but you know and you know you can see Soka, that return of the mandalorian episode fantastic um and pelimogo come on and i look i talked about bureaucrat guy and how great a job that actor does and how i gauge that by how much i dislike that character but i think it's truly because he's he is performing that character exactly as it should be that character in pelimogo that's a combination i like i'm hoping that he will pop up again uh in conjunction with her so i mean there's you know there was there was some there was some stuff there was some stuff. Uh, for me, I'd say that there's nothing new that was created that I liked, and that's not a huge hmm. diss on the sh- that's not a huge diss on the show. But the parts that were the best, you know, the Pelimoto, you know, that's a season one character that's getting built upon. Yeah. That's a good yeah. thing, right? Is having these characters. The more airtime you get with them, the more situations you get with them, the the better that is. So lean into your strengths, and you know you have that with Mando, you have that with Ahsoka. Um, same thing with you with the Black Christian Knight. You know, literally was like, oh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. The the payoff, right? Like the beginning of the back to tank assassination was horrifying, yeah. and then it was like, yeah. this is dumb. Yeah. Um, so. I, I'm sure that we are going to see Black Christina at, at some point, which will be pretty cool. Um, he can but, pop up anywhere. He's been around for a while. He could show up in Andor. You know? Yeah. And then um, other than that, I'd say, you know, the same thing with Ahsoka and Luke. I really enjoyed all of that. And I found myself wanting more parts of, of components that just weren't the show, right? Like the parts that they leaned in on, I feel like they just got into they left too early in the game, right? Like you made me con- care about these Tuscan Raiders. And then you just wipe them out and move on with the story. Like teens <laughs> and replace them with teens. And as Josh and I get older, you know, we are just becoming <laughs> further and further that's disconnected from the teens. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, that's just kind of the boomer in us talking. 
Right, right. You don't want um, to be replaced by teens. But no, I mean, I, I would say. Oh boys, not proteins. You and I were pretty down when the show was announced. Of like, what's the point of it? And I oh, will man. say the title is so stupid. I will say that <laughs> this is about what I thought it was going to be, mm. and I didn't think of the larger ramifications. Like, I didn't expect Mando season three. I didn't expect you know little Yanni training. Um, I could have done with all of that during Mando season three. So yep. I'll hold off the judgment until we get the final product of Mando season three. Like, oh, this is you know why we had to throw some of these things so early on because now we had what, to do. What if you find out? Just fun hypothetical. So Mandalorian's eight eight episodes a season usually. I think uh, episode three or season three comes around though. And they are like, oh, season three of Mandalorian's only we already got two. Those were literally uh, season three Mandalorian. Those are the first two episodes. So now you just get six episodes this season. Um, how you how would you feel about that? I would. I thought you were gonna say, how would you feel if there's eight episodes, but episode five and six is Book of Boba Fett season two? And I would say oh. I would rage. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Um, so my hypothetical i'd be a lot more upset about yours i would be fine yeah i i I mean i yeah i i I, with the with these shows like mandalorian has been pretty good with an arc you know we know where things are going to be beginning middle end um if you could do that in five episodes or you do that in eight episodes a lot of times there's filler stuff so it's like you know, maybe you'd be upset with it. Maybe you wouldn't. Um, like that's horrifying ice planet with the ice spiders. Mm. You know, take it or leave it. So if they had taken that out and it had been seven, seven episodes, I would have been fine. If it had been the forest planet with the um, chicken walker, I would have been fine with that being gone too. So there, there are parts that you know are going to be extra on top of that. Because it's, you know, Adventure of the Week. Season 2 is, like, Kill Monster of the Week. So my scenario that I said I would be pretty upset about. Um, Or maybe they could do a pretty good job with it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And, I mean, you know, I think it's filming now. or, um, But uh, hopefully, you know, Pedro boys will be riding again soon enough. Though, I mean, we got, you know, Diego boys. We've got... Kenobi show TBD still no close to chess and it sounds like we've got you know a second season of Echo Boys coming around the bend so no shortage of, of Star Wars to talk about but a few times this this um series with Boba Boys did say I would really like to see Amiga um, yeah that occurred to me as well yeah we didn't bring it up and we don't have to get into it um at all with this but yeah for sure um that show is so good i'm super excited for season two of that show that show is so good and like a very i don't know like the finale of that i'm not gonna if no one you know if you haven't seen the first season of bad batch but like the finale of bad batch i feel like is like the antithesis of this where it is exclusively stuff that is like insular to that show it's like um, small well, it's, and all that stuff, but it oh, it's so good. Surprisingly, they're given more to work with, though, right? So, like, they are given a big event in Star Wars, and that's what season one has is like a big, you know, world ending event. Yeah. And yeah. season one of, of this. And for this, it's like really nothing happens, right? Like, one poor, poor administrator, Boba Fett just like bumbles his way through Moss Espa and then he doesn't end up dying at the end. But anyway, Josh, um, um, any final, final thoughts on Bobo boys before we hang this up? I'm sure we're, I'm I honestly, um, I'm sure it's coming back. I have not looked to see if there is a season two. Um, I can do that right now. Look at Boba Fett season two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would just say in, in summation, wow okay here here's an article from the deadline that that finale had 36 percent higher viewership than the mandalorian season two closer interesting more more 
weird. That's that is weird. Weird because just bare bones forget the show at all. The finale of you know, when season two came out during the holidays and during more intense COVID times, so you think more people will be home. And it came out on a Friday. Interesting. Yeah, very weird. Well, um, okay, well, so Josh. You know, final thoughts, I do want to say. I started out this season, I really wanted to commit to calling um, Boba Fett a different name every episode and getting it more and more wrong and ultimately ending up calling him Babu Freak on uh, episode and it was just you know bobo i it was very easy for me to keep calling him bobo fett i may do that for the rest of my life it was very easy for me to keep calling the show buka bobo fett because it's so fun to say and i'll probably continue doing that for the rest of my life but as you got into the you know bobo frank bobo fred babu freak i kept kept forgetting i kept slipping up and so i apologize to you the listener for um whiffing hard on that bit I'll do better. Maybe. I don't know. Who cares? Well, if our audio quality is an indication, uh, maybe, maybe not. So um, with that, um, we will see you next week for a installment of High Repo Boys. And then we'll have... Boys. Um, And then we will kind of tell you where we're coming at for the next couple months. So Perfect. um, High Repo Boys? More like Bye Bobo Boys. (laughs) <laughs> Great way to end. Well-